All right. Well, here we are, our first episode first of our episode. podcast. Yep, I hope yep. you guys enjoyed our mini pod, and this is such an exciting thing for us. I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> I'm being real with you guys. Um, but I'm excited. This is our first official episode, so it will be longer than our mini pod. And today we're actually going to be talking about our story. So Christian and I um, have a unique story and we kind of want to get into it and share a little bit about how we met, um, how we got engaged, kind of what led us to where we are today. Mm. So with that being said, (laughs) let's get right into it. You're listening to the Dearly Beloved Podcast. We're a husband and wife photo and video team. I'm Christian. And I'm Kristen. And through this podcast, we hope to share valuable insight about weddings, marriage, business, self-development, and more. So thanks for tuning in. Can't wait to see what good comes out of this. So let's talk about when we met. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I, uh, I was, well, we were in high school. Right. Um, Pokemon Mountain West. Pokemon Mountain West High School, for those of you who also went to that school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was actually um, one grade higher than Christian. So when we met, I was what? in? You were like in 11th grade? I think it was in 10th? Or was it later? No. It might. I, no, I think you're right. Am I right? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, because then uh, when I was a senior... Oh, no, I was a senior. You yes. were a junior. Right, right, That's right. what it was because we got to go to two proms. Right. Um, so, yeah, I was a senior in high school, and Christian was a junior. And it's funny because, yes, we technically met in high school through one of our friends, through my friend Ariella, actually. Um, I I was going to Votech, so I wasn't always at the school. And so my lunches sometimes were at the high school when we had like snow days or half days and things like that. So Ariella had this group of friends and um, she was like, come on, let's go sit at their table. And of course, Christian was there and he was the goofball of the table, <laughs> as you can imagine. And um, to be honest with you, though, I was just like, oh, that kid is so funny. Ha ha. Like and then I moved on. I wasn't into him. Dang. I wasn't like, wow. oh, my gosh, he's so cute. Ouch. I need to make him my boyfriend. It was nothing like that. Like, I was just like, oh, that kid's so goofy. It's funny. Huh, that's it. You know? Um, <laughs> I don't have much to offer, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that I knew of at the time. Oh, God. Um, but, yeah, so we met at the lunch table. And, I mean, what did you think of me at that point? Because you didn't really. No. We didn't I... really notice each other, I think. <laughs> I know I did. I thought you were pretty. Oh, I was okay. sitting at that table and I thought you were pretty. But you know, obviously, it was just kind of like one of those things. Well, she's a pretty girl, and then just we just kept going about life, you know. Yeah. And then you started showing up more and more at the mm-hmm. table, mm-hmm. and you know, the first time you sat at the table, and then the next time you sat at the table because you were familiar with us. And so I was like, "Ooh, okay, I'm seeing this girl again. Interesting." So it just kept going and going and going and going and. We started seeing each other at the at there, and then we met again. Then, then we started seeing each other at youth group. Yep. So it's kind of, it was kind of like we were seeing each other not only in school, but now we were seeing each other in church. Yeah. Um. So 
sometimes I even say like we met in high school slash youth group because we weren't really into each other in school. school <laughs> right, right, but, right. But um, we started really getting to know each other at youth group. And of course, the biggest thing with Christian was just he just made me laugh so much. And I thought he was such a goofball and just stood out to me. And so um, we kept seeing each other in church and all that kind of stuff. We ended up going to this youth convention. Mm -hmm. And I remember our youth pastor after the trip on our way back was like, those two, they're going to end up together. (laughs) Um, Yes, I do remember that. So, yeah, so we met there. And funny story, though, um, we had a trip um, early on when we met in youth group. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it was like a fall trip. And um, (laughs) I was with my best friend, Ariella, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this guy's so funny. Like, you guys like the same music. You have so much in common. You should totally date him. (laughs) And so I still was not. Give me away like that, huh? (laughs) Just like, you're good for my friend, but not for me, right? So I tried, um, like, kind of nudging that on and being like, hey, he's, you know, he's cute. He likes the same music you like. Um, and I think you guys would just be great together, you know, just trying to hook her up. And then, um, I don't even know how I got out of that. Cause then I just started liking you. And I think it's just because we kept seeing each other and Ariella was pretty much like, no. Well, we also had that class in the morning that when I got out, you were the class next to mine. So we got out at the same time and we'd see each other there too. So we just kept running into each other. So it just seemed like, well, maybe we should like try something because we kept running into each other so that's how we met and then um you want to talk about how you finally asked me to be your girlfriend oh yeah so um yeah i uh i then um asked my friend at the time um to help me out with something because i wanted to ask Kristen out and so um he was like yeah i'm I'm in I'll, i'll help you out so at the ending of the last class when we go home to the buses um, she had a car at the time, so, um... I was a cool kid. Yeah, she was a cool kid. Actually, I really wasn't, but I had a car. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so we, so I asked my friend, I said, hey, I have these flowers and this re- really nice card if you'd like to, um, put it on her car for her, because I'm going to walk her to her car. And he said, yeah, yeah, I got you. And he hooked me up, he put it there, I walked her to her car, and she saw flowers. And then, in the card that she opened, it said... Um, I still have it. You still have it? I should have got it for this. Uh, No, I think it said, you should be happy because this is me finally asking me to be your your boyfriend or something Something like that. Girlfriend, boyfriend, I can't even phrase it. But you know what I mean. (laughs) And I'm like, really? That's all you put in the card? Yep. Yep. But I guess it was cute at the time. (laughs) I don't know what the heck we were thinking in high school, to be honest. Um, Yeah, so I asked her out like that, right? Yeah, and it was by my car in the parking lot. I drove a 1989 Dodge Colt in the color red, but it was more of like a coral because it was so faded from the sun. <laughs> which which only had one side and of the mirror, And it only had too. one mirror, yep. and it had the automatic seatbelts. Um, so this was in 2010, and I was driving right. a classic car to school. So <laughs> pretty funny, actually. So, yeah, um, so we dated, how long did we date before we got engaged? Uh, th- oh, yeah, before we got engaged, um, I would say like a year and a half, no? Uh-huh, I think it was like three. No, 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 we got married in three years. 
Oh, you're right. <laughs> Gosh, it's been a long yeah. time, guys. So I think it was like a ha- like a, a year and a half. Yeah. And then. Then you got, yeah okay. We okay. got engaged, and then we were supposed to have it later on, but we decided to move it earlier. Yeah. Right? So the story with that is, so when we first started dating, it was April thirteenth, two thousand ten. Mm. So we still celebrate that date because it's really special to us. But um, so when we started dating, I was what eighteen, and you yeah. were seventeen. Something like that. Um and. Uh, we got to go to prom together, so he went to my prom, but not with me. It's kind of a weird situation. Yeah, it was a friend who asked me to go with her, and then I. So he was, was able to go to my to prom because he went with a friend, and then I already had a date before we even started dating. So, yeah. Um. So we got to go to prom, and then um, I got to go to his prom, so that was pretty cool. So fast forward, um, to the proposal. Right. So do you want to tell that story? I can. Okay. So I uh, <laughs> so I asked uh, Kristen to marry me at the same spot I asked her to be my girlfriend. Same parking spot and everything. Mm-hmm. So I had my mom help me out and she was <laughs> pretending that her car was broken down. I was with Kristen at the time. Uh, we actually even had breakfast that morning. We were morning. supposed to be having like a date day. Yeah. Like it was just for right. us. And I was actually really mad. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because so I'm like, oh, we have to stop and we have to do something else now. Like yep. I wanted to go get food or do something else. Yep. And his mom's car broke down at the school, apparently. Because mm-hmm. she also Allegedly. used to. Well, she also used. She also worked there, so it was convenient for me to go there because yeah. my mom actually worked there, so it worked to my advantage. Um, I had the ring in in the car the whole time, nervous as heck. And so, yeah, so we went, met up with my mom there, and I was helping her out and stuff like that. And I told my mom to pretend like she needed to go inside or something. Yeah. And and then uh, <laughs> and then I remember pulling out the ring, getting on one knee on this the hardest pebble you could ever imagine on my knee, asking this girl to marry me. And she didn't even say anything and my knee was just killing me on this little pebble uh, i <laughs> think i was finally... more i was more in shock and i was just like you're joking i yeah, just kept saying you're joking yeah, you're joking yeah. you're joking <laughs> and and he was like are you gonna say yes? yes i'm like yes but i legit thought he was joking the whole yeah. time because he like he jokes all the time yeah, so i'm yeah, like yeah. this isn't real um, and I had told you a week prior to that that I didn't have yeah, money Yeah, we had to... this whole discussion about how, you know, we'll get engaged eventually. I know we don't really have money right now. At the time, he was away for the military. Um, yeah. So it was right after he got back from basic training that we started talking about the ring and getting married and all that stuff. And he was like, yeah, eventually I'll marry you. And then, like, literally a week later, he proposed. Yep, yep. So um, it was pretty cool. We were babies, though. We were. I think back to that now, and I'm just like, holy moly. We had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. We had no clue. We were so young. But it happened for a reason, right? It did. It did. So we um, got engaged, and we were together for a total of three years before we got married. Three years. And a lot of the times... It was tough for us because we were so young, and of course we got from everybody like, oh, you're too young, don't get married, you know, you guys don't really know what you want yet, blah, 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 
um we also had people like when we would go out and they'd see the ring on my finger i mean we did we looked like babies yeah, too we, we did. were young we were uh they would see the ring on my finger and they'd be like oh you're getting married like do you have a baby yeah <laughs> that was always the question right <laughs> and i'm like no we just kind of love each other and yeah. want to get married so people always thought we had a kid so it was like awkward when they yeah. asked i'm like no don't have a kid we just actually want to get married nope. um so yeah so it was tough for us uh being so young getting married and having to face those judgments from people and i mean even some people that were really close to us that were like you know you i don't agree married. with this yeah. you shouldn't get married you're so young why don't you guys just wait and honestly i think we we wanted to like have a longer engagement yeah we but wanted to get married. I think it was 2015 or 16. Yeah, it was like 16 or 15. Yeah, and um, we were like, we'll just have a long engagement. It's fine. Um, but then you got orders to like get right. deployed. Right. And we were like, okay, we want to be married before you get deployed. Um, so we kind yeah. of fast forward and, and rushed everything. And and that's because I was just getting into my unit in the military. Right. There, were, there was talk about you know, getting deployed. So it was kind of weird. Yeah. So we were like, okay, well, we don't want to have you deployed and us not be married. So we jumped the gun and we got married in 2013. And I was, I mean, my math may not add up. So if y'all are listening to this, <laughs> don't judge my math skills. But um, I think I was either 21 no. or 20. You were going to turn 21. Oh, yeah. I was, you were 20. Oh, yeah. I was about to turn 21. Right. And you were what, nineteen? Yes, or uh, nineteen, yeah. or about. I think to you be were 20. nineteen, about to be twenty, maybe. Yeah. So, neither of us was legal drinking age, <laughs> <laughs> and here we are getting married. I know. Which, by the way, shout out to our wedding coordinator. She gave us some champagne at our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> we won't say any names. And we were drinking illegally <laughs> at our wedding, but it was cool. We were yeah. young we had fun so um so our wedding we actually got married at split rock resort and uh <laughs> we got married outside by the lake and at the time like obviously now all the weddings that we've seen and been to we're like okay we would do things totally different um but it was cool it, it's cool to look back and like see what our taste was back then mm -hmm. and what we liked mm -hmm. Um, but you guys should check out some pictures. We can share some with you guys of uh, when we got married. Christian had like no hair. Yeah. He was doing this whole military buzz cut thing. I had um, to. And uh, it was weird. So now <laughs> he's got like a full beard and a full head of curly hair. Whereas when we first got married, he was like just bald. Baldy. So <laughs> it's pretty funny. But um, so yeah, we had our wedding and we got married and everything was great fantastic just kidding it wasn't mm. it wasn't great yeah you want to talk about that doozy yeah <laughs> so um our first year of marriage was uh difficult really really difficult um you know when you get married so young um there's a lot of growing up to do there's so much growing up to do mm. and you think you have it all under control. 
And so it gets difficult because you're trying to grow and so is your spouse. Mm -hmm. And you're trying to grow at the same time. And because we were growing into adults, we got to see sides of each other that no one would want to see in their spouse. Mm -hmm. So um, I want to talk. Leah's barking. Yeah, she, she agreed with that. Um, Can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. So I think the biggest thing for us was like we were so adamant about getting married so young. We know what we want. Don't tell us what to do. This is what we want, period. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we thought we knew it all, right? And then we got married and we realized, holy crap, we still had so much growing up to do ourselves and so much figuring out to do mm-hmm. for ourselves as an individual. I was you know, just starting my creative career journey, whatever you want to call it. And you're still figuring a lot of stuff out. Yeah. And we decided to get married in the middle of all that. So you can imagine that that caused so much confusion and just difficulty within our first year of marriage. Yeah. Um. So speaking with uh, about marriage, I wanna I wanna highlight one word, and the word that comes to mind for for me is grateful. Um, I think a lot of people don't really dig into that word grateful, and you know, um, it's something we don't do a lot of. So, um, I've been going on a bike ride every morning because I believe it's played a a huge part in my mindset and the energy that I need to get through the day to accomplish the things that, you know, you and I want to accomplish mm-hmm. and um, moving that needle forward in our uh, our lives and in our business. So um, the bike that I actually um, used to work out and, and ride around our, our, our area, um, we bought when we were in our first year of marriage. We bought two bikes. Did we? Mm-hmm. Mm. We've had those bikes for a long time. Good old Walmart. Yeah, good old Walmart bike. Mm-hmm. So um, I've had that for years now, and I started getting into, you know, um, riding my bike as a, a way of uh, of exercise. Um, but lately, I have actually have been um, getting a little into it, and um, I wanted. I'm looking for a new bike, uh, a new and better bike. Uh, to work out with. So I, I've literally been looking for this one specific model. It's a giant um, bicycle. And um, like the brand giant, not a, a giant bicycle. <laughs> the bike I want is a giant, giant bicycle. No. Um, but so I guess through the whole pandemic, it's been super difficult to, I guess, keep up with the inventory and all the stores that I had that are local to us don't even have it. And I've searched other models of that bike and none of them have it. So um, this morning, um, I thought to myself, I'm like, man, I don't have that bike that I would love to have. I don't have it. But you know what? I'm going to – I told myself I'm, I'm going to shift my perspective a little bit and look at it from a viewpoint that I am grateful to actually have a bike that I can go for a ride on. Mm-hmm. So I, yesterday I was a little bummed out because I'm like, dang, you know, I can't get this bike. And I feel like this bike is going to really, um, you know, I guess push me or, you know, um, make me feel good about riding. 
So, um, yeah, I was so stuck on like, yeah. And that doesn't make me a better cyclist. It just makes it easier to cycle. I'm the better, what makes me the better cyclist is me putting my heart into it Mm. and making myself Mm -hmm. uh, a good cyclist. So, um, so after I came from that place of just being grateful for actually having a bike, um, I rode my bike this morning and the whole way, maybe not the whole way, but in the midway of my ride, I began smiling. And that really um, started to help me embrace the gratefulness that I have a bike, whereas someone, you know, might not have a bike for themselves to exercise and use. I mean, there's other ways, but if they specifically wanted a bike. So instead of complaining about the situation in my mind, um, while on my ride, I imagined myself riding the bike that I've been that's been on my mind and getting what that um, and getting that, you know, what that started to do was it gave me a different perspective on how I look at the situation. So just imagining me, you know, riding, riding the bike that I really want. Um, so while you're currently riding your right current bike, right. While I'm currently riding my, sorry, that was a little confusing. While I was currently riding my bike that I have, you're imagining it being the bike that I would love. Yeah. That I really want. Yeah. Um, to kind of help me, you know, a little bit there. So ultimately that brought me a little sense of joy. And instead of neglecting my health because I don't have a better bike, because let's be honest, we all do this at one point in our lives. We quit in our minds because we don't like where we are in our life or don't feel like we can ever get there. Right. So I started to come from a place of gratefulness, which then created appreciation in my heart for the things that I do have. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, sometimes we want to have something or want something to go our way or, you know, go a certain way. But the thing is, we're not in control of our lives and how it goes. I mean, we're in control of our life to a certain extent and I'll explain that, but we're not in control of how our life goes. Okay. We can only control so much until we break out in anxiety or depression. So you can control your life as much as you want, as hard as you want. But you know what that the result's going to lead to? Anxiety, depression, and feeling like... You never get a hold yeah, of it. Yeah, like you just can never get a hold of it. So, you know, we can pr- paint this pretty picture of how it could be, but doesn't mean you're not going to get there, mm-hmm. okay? So it's not going to look like the way you painted it perfectly to be. But not all is lost because what we do have control over is our inner being, Mm -hmm. the thoughts in our minds that lead to the emotion in our hearts. So instead of focusing on this pretty picture of what life you have perfectly painted or what you, you know, you want your life to have or look like, focus on being grateful and appreciative for what you do have. Mm. So this doesn't apply to just material things. It applies to um, your marriage, yourself, and your life. So this whole grateful and being appreciative, you know, t- take aside the fact that it, you know, it, it, the material things. You're supposed to be grateful in your marriage. You're supposed to be grateful for yourself and the life that you have. Because others may not be fortunate enough to have the life that you do have. Mm-hmm. So it starts with inward, inwardness first. 
excuse me. So you may think to yourself, this isn't the life I imagined to have, or you start to think about, and I'm going to be real here. You start to think about this. You start to think about, this is not the version of my husband, or this is not the version of my wife I wanted to be with, or who I'd met in the beginning. Mm. Are you speaking for old Christian? I'm speaking for old Christian here. (laughs) So the husband or wife you married is not going to be the same person Mm -hmm. 10 years from now. All right. So we all grow in different ways. And when we can learn to appreciate the change in our beloved, we can appreciate love and our marriage. Ooh, that's good. Okay. That's good. I I was really like... thinking deeply about this in the shower this morning and mm-hmm. I told you I was like man I, I just have like something I, I just I have to say this you yeah. know and just to let you guys know I'm hearing this all for the first time yeah. <laughs> he said let's just let's just do this today babe like let's just record our first episode I got a lot I want to say <laughs> I said all right you take the lead on this <laughs> just don't make me cry <laughs> but we'll see no promises <laughs> so um now this is um you know, we got to learn to appreciate our beloved and, and then we can appreciate, you know, the love in our marriage. Now, it's not your job to put in the work to change your spouse. It's your spouse's job to put in the work to change themselves. Mm. Okay? You could only lead a horse to water. You can't make him drink it. Mm-hmm. That's that's the saying. You know, you're both, you both are partners to each other, not bosses. Okay? Mm. You have made a commitment to be side by side and not in front of one another. That's the beauty of marriage yeah. is to be side by side with each other, helping each other grow. Yeah. You are there to be the, the backbone for your partner. Okay. Mm-hmm. We want to change, 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 but never appreciate what you do have. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we always want to try to fix things to, to make it appeal to our perfect little picture. But sometimes life ain't going to go that way. And it's just the way it is um so i told you in our mini pod that kristen and i went through some things in our marriage um and it's been it was a very difficult 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 times and um where we almost lost it we almost lost the marriage we almost just Mm. said you know what nah we we gotta we gotta yeah like we were gonna really end it and um mm-hmm. but you know what as scary as this sounds looking back at my old self I'm grateful and come from a place of appreciation for what happened because you know what I learned so much so much not just about myself I learned about you and learned my struggle so that I can be that side-by-side partner for my wife, for you, mm. okay? It's made me appreciate her and be grateful that I went through the this change in my life. You know, I can look at my wife now and appreciate the beauty she ha- is inside and outside. I, I didn't need, I, I didn't need a new person to fix my situation. I didn't need another girl to fix my situation. I needed to look within and change the perspective in myself because before 
I was looking at it and pointing the finger at her, 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 you, 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 and never pointing the finger at what I needed to fix in myself. So, you know, I want to tell you, you're not a sucker for staying with me. You're the person that God used to reach my broken mind and my broken heart to teach me how to love you respectfully. Hit me with a doozy there, babe. <laughs> um, but thank you for that. You guys are getting the real stuff here. <laughs> like I said, I had no idea what was coming today. But this is some heavy stuff. I mean, we're not going into detail, but Christian and I have been through stuff that's very personal and stuff that a lot of other couples go through. And most of the time, to be honest, they don't survive. So these are the healthy conversations that you guys need to have. And it's okay to not be okay in your marriage, in yourself. It's okay to not be okay. Because we, when we got married, you know, like I said, we were super young and we thought we knew everything. We thought we had it all under control, but uh, we didn't. And Christian and I pretty much had to grow up together. Yeah. And grow through so many painful things within ourselves and our own personal identity. Mm. And what I want you to know, Christian, is that this is not all on you. You know, like there was stuff I was going through too and that I needed to learn and I needed to grow from. So like you said, I'm grateful that we went through what we did and... I'm proud of where we are now and and who I am as a woman and who you are as a man, as my husband. And I think we've come so far. And yes. I'm, that makes me so happy. So I'm grateful that now we can look back at the journey that we had and, you know, where it all started, what we had to learn the heartaches we both had to have. Um, and now we're going to use that for something better yeah. and better ourselves and continue to better ourselves every day. So I hope you guys are uh, understanding that we're doing this not not really because we want to help others and we want to share our story because it's so inspiring or anything like that. Like, yes, that may happen and great. We want that to happen. Mm -hmm. But a lot of this podcast is going to be for us, too, because this is a moment that Christian and I just had right now that was completely vulnerable, totally unplanned, and um, this is healing for us, too. So we hope that it's healing for you or inspiring you to be grateful in, this, in those moments where you do want to give up, and it's easier to give up, right? Everyone's always like, oh, you know, just throw in the towel, get a divorce. I mean, you guys know the divorce yeah. rates are crazy right now. Yeah. And it seems like they're only getting worse. Sorry for my boogers, y'all. <laughs> um, so, you know, I think this episode and like sharing a little bit of our story and how, yeah, in the beginning it seemed great. Oh, my gosh, they're high school sweethearts. They have such a great story, blah, blah, blah. 
But it's not always what you see on the internet or in pictures of us where we look so happy with our cute little dog and, you know, our cute little house and all that kind of stuff. Like, everyone's got dirt. Yeah. Everyone's got a story. Um, and we want to encourage you to just own it and don't be ashamed of your story, of your journey, especially as a couple. Because at the end of the day, who do you go home to? Mm. You go home to your partner. You don't have nothing to prove to anybody else. You don't have to make yourself look a certain way to other people when it comes to your marriage. You need to look a certain way and be a certain way for your partner because you love them. Mm. Not because you want to show a certain type of thing online or you want your family to like that person or like you or you want your marriage to be the best in your family or whatever. You got to be willing to be grateful for the good times, the bad times, and work through those things and understand that they're just to mold you. But if you give up and you just throw in the towel, you're not giving yourself the opportunity to grow into the best version of yourself. Not just for you, but for your spouse, for your partner. That's true. Because that's one of the biggest things that has come out of what Christian and I have been through, not only in our marriage, but in our business, we've learned some hard lessons too. Mm -hmm. And if we just, you know, sat and we're like, oh, this sucks. Like, I wish we didn't have to go through this. Like, yeah, obviously you don't want to go through those things. No one wants to go through bad things. It'd be awesome if everything was great all the time. Right. But we've learned that in the moment, those things hurt so bad. And it's almost like you can't see how this could be good at all. Mm. You're in that moment. You're like, there's no way. There's no way that this can be good. And it's the fear of the unknown, of not knowing what's going to happen next, what your life is going to look like without that other person in it, what your life is going to look like through this dramatic change. We're always afraid of the unknown. Mm. Mm -hmm. But we can't be because in the unknown is where we're found, is where... We will be found, you know, and because it's going to push us to get to where our life could be, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, so we just hope that, you know, through this podcast and through being more transparent with you guys and our couples, if you guys are listening, um, this is why what we do for work is Mm. so important very like when you hire us and i don't mean this to sound commercially in any way or salesy but it's true it's just what's on my heart when you hire us like we're thinking about those hard times Mm -hmm. you guys are going to go through we're thinking about when you guys are going to be like you know what i'm done with you I, i don't even know why i married you I can't do this anymore. We're thinking about that moment where you say, I can't do this anymore. Mm. I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done. Yep, that's true. And we're thinking about that and knowing that we're keeping that in mind in the back of our heads when we're capturing your photos and your videos, when we're spending time with you and encouraging you to have those genuine moments with the one that you love. Because those are the moments that you're able to look back when you get to that point of rock bottom and you're like, why did I marry this person? 
look back at those photos and the video and just think about who you were, what you guys have been through, and like where you are now. I'm getting emotional. Because mm-hmm. I think about our wedding photos and I look at us and we were kids. Yeah. We had no idea what we were doing. But like, man, we made it so far and it was not easy. But like, I wouldn't want to give up on you back then. I'm not going to give up on you now. So just keep fighting for it. Because when you said your vows on your wedding day, you meant it, right? Yeah. So what's changed? You guys change as people. You're never going to be the same throughout all the years that you're married. But it's a matter of, like Christian said, being grateful for those moments of growth and pain. Mm. Because those are the moments where you guys can decide to either let it break you or to make you stronger as a couple and bring you closer. So. Yeah. And let's face it. No one. No one is perfect. Yeah. So as much as, like I said before, you paint that perfect picture of what your life is going to look like with this person. No one is perfect. Not even yourself. Mm-hmm. Not even us, guys. <laughs> Although we look pretty cute in a picture on Instagram. <laughs> We're not perfect. Yeah. We're really not. So it's it's how you work through those imperfect moments that I guess m- make you look perfect. But again, there is always something behind the scenes that keeps, you know, the picture together, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And if you guys know me, you know I'm one to not give up. So <laughs> <laughs> that was part of it, too. Yeah. You know, I've always been that person that's just like, no. No, this is not going to happen. But, you know, when it almost did happen, I was defeated. And I'm like, do I do I stay? Do I go? If I stay, what does that look like? If I go, what does that look like? It's all these what ifs, like yeah. Christian said. But sometimes, actually most of the time in my life, when I've chosen the more difficult and the more painful route, in my life, it's always turned out to be better. Mm. And I've always been better for it in the end. So be grateful in those painful moments that, you know, you're going to make it through and that you're going to end up growing into something, into someone that you're proud of and that you're glad made it through. Yeah. Um, it's like what they say, like, when you're forged in the fire. You know, like, yep, that's how yep. they make, like, Metal and all that stuff. So and like, glass too. They yeah, to so up. beautiful things come out of those flames sometimes. Mm-hmm. So you have to be willing to be in the fire. Get get burned a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's what happens in marriage. That's what happens in marriage. And, you know, I know we still have such a lifetime mm-hmm. together. And I know kids are going to bring a whole nother... <laughs> ball game and a whole nother you know set of issues you know we're not parents yet although Leia is like our baby but you know parenting and going through that is going to be a struggle too but I mean I'm here to let you know I'm ready for it and I'll fight for it like I did the first time so thank you this is it guys I mean like I said I had no idea where this podcast was going to go today 
but we wanted to keep it real with you guys from the jump because yeah. this is not going to be a fluffy podcast. It can't be. It can't be. This is this is real life. This is these are real people. Yeah, and you guys are real people. Yeah. And chances are there's somebody listening to this that is going through something where they just want to give up. Yeah. And they're having a hard time being grateful for the things that are happening, even the painful things. But sometimes you don't always like have to be grateful for just the good things. Like you have to be grateful for the bad things too. They make you who you are. And you'll come out of it. You just got to keep fighting. Yeah. So we hope that this kind of allowed you guys to see the real us. Um, I mean, I'm all boogery and teary right now. And, uh, you You're know. You're so beautiful. Oh, thanks. All right, enough with the mushy stuff. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so this is it, guys. I I hope that this encouraged you. And... We're excited to share more content with you. We promise it will not always be this heavy. Yeah. <laughs> this was a heavy one to start with. But like I said before, we want to keep it real. This is not going to be a fluffy podcast. Right. We're real people. And uh, we hope you'll just come along with us and come alongside us because we want to see all the couples out there and anyone who's going through something that is pushing against what they want for their lives. Um, we want to see you guys push past that and just make it through and keep going. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> All, All right, right, guys. Thanks, Until guys. next time, we'll see you on the next episode. <laughs>